Hey, good people. I'm sure you know why I'm excited this week. I can't wait to share with you guys our special guest. And I hope that while the podcast this week might be a little long, that you can actually take quite a few things away from our special guest. I know I did. And I hope you did too. Enjoy. Podcast starts now. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good people. This is Jay Z bringing you your dose of the midweek muscle. I have succeeded, you guys. I have managed to not not only fulfill a promise that was supposed to be delivered last year. I did it with someone incredible. So round of applause here. We actually have an amazing person in for an interview. I'm so excited. Uh, Good people. I have my near, dear, really good friend, Jason Sanders, a.k.a. Jay the Motivator in the building. Everybody give a warm welcome, Jay. Welcome, Jay. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. You you humble. Oh, my gosh. It is just... It's it's something like, it's kind of, it's strange. It's almost ethereal, if you will, like to have, like if somebody would have talked to me like three or like, let's even say like three and a half years ago and said that this would be something I'd be doing, I would have slapped them and said, stop being blasphemous. (laughs) (laughs) So, so when I finally get you like someone who I value, admire, trust, love and respect uh, and my presence, one, to not only grace me with your presence and what you have to offer today, but just the idea, like the midweek muscle, we have been going strong, but we have been missing amazing people like you. And it's okay to say what I've been missing because obviously I talked about it in a couple episodes ago, uh, missed misses and missed opportunities. Sometimes you take L's and uh, for me, uh, delivering on these interviews was an L of mine. And so I want to correct that. And I couldn't think of someone more special um, to correct that with. So thank you for having that. Uh, thank you for uh, being here, rather. Well, well, thank you for having me. And I appreciate the intro. And again, you, you flatter me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm supposed to. <laughs> okay, so let's jump right to it now. Um Jay, you know, I, I know I gave you that intro, but do you want to tell the listeners like a little bit about who you are? Like, who are you? Who do you say that you are? Uh, first and foremost, I'm a child of God. Um, I, I think that's that's so important. Mm. And then that question that you asked, I think it's something that a lot of times we take for granted. Um, you know, a lot of times when somebody asks, who are you? The first thing that comes to mind may be your job or, or where you're from or uh, what your hobbies are or if you're a mom or dad, et cetera. Um, you know, but we get so lost with that. And um, it's important that we have a, a, an idea of who it is that we are and, um, and, and where we're from because 
if that's off, we can easily be easily be misled. Um, I remember having a conversation with somebody, and kind of the thought was coming up as far as who are we, or who are you, or who am I, and we tend to emulate those who are around, especially as children. You know, um, mm-hmm. there's something that I that I say is that I've heard before is called SOS, and it stands for Show Observe Shape. Um, so a child, as they're growing up, they don't know what it is to be a man. So they see a, a, a poor example, um, and they try and copy that example of a person who doesn't know really know what it is to be a man. They just copy that example from somebody else, and then it just kind of goes on and on and on. So that, that question, even though it seems like something so simple, it means so much. You know, we really yeah. have to understand who it is that we are. We need to understand that, um, you know, what image that we come from, who we should actually emulate, and it shouldn't be, you know, the person on the corner, but... You know, we're called to emulate Christ, um, you know, and following his example. So um, so that that's just a powerful question. It may seem something that that's small, but there's so much behind it. And I think if we all took a moment to actually think about who it is that we actually are, um, you know, our, our situation could be drastically different from what it is that we do, from how we speak, how we carry ourselves. All these things, uh, you know, can be drastically impacted and um I remember I, I kind of had that moment where I, I came to myself at one point and, you know, um, I had to ask myself, who, who am I really? And, um, you know, that kind of corrected some things that I would do, what, that I was doing and in the past that I was going on, et cetera. So. Wow. I mean, <clears throat> I, I think I say quite a few of these things very regularly is that uh, it's, it's, it's double-sided, right? If, if you know who you are, if you if you can say it with conviction, it is modeled in your behaviors and your character and the things that you do and the things that you chase. Uh, but what you brought up was that, you know, what what exactly are you exemplifying for others to respond to or to mimic? Um, and is is so incredible. I can go into so many segues about how, you know, because, you know, I speak in schools um, and 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 the prime product of that is our kids and what they see and like I I tell them all the time if you're number one with the person who you consider number one in your life if your number one is doing something it doesn't matter if it's illegal it doesn't matter if it's bad for your health or unhealthy if you will it doesn't matter if it's healthy if your number one is doing something and they're still okay that's what you will find okay Mm-hmm. And, and so when you come into this environment where that gets challenged or if you come across someone who challenges that thought or that idea, it seems like they're against everything that you know because it's against your number one. And so mm-hmm. I see that every single week when I go into schools and it's just amazing. You're right. You know, who you are is so much more than just I'm a doctor, I'm a mom, I'm a healthcare provider, I'm a teacher, I'm an educator, whatever. Um, so it is deeper than that. And yeah, I really like that. I really like that you took that so deep, so quick. So I can anticipate that this is going to be a really good session. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a really good session. So um, you told us a little bit about who you are. Um, and I think it's indicative of what you do. Uh, but can you know, you kind of alluded to it a little bit earlier. Uh, you may not have started out uh, this way, or you may not have started out 
uh, with this idea or this way of life or this lifestyle, if you will. So if you can tell everyone, like, you know, I would really love for them to go as far back as how we know each other. But, you know, like, where did this sort of lifestyle shift happen? Like, can you tell us, like, where where you were and what sort of clicked? Sure. Um, and if you want, I guess we can take it all the way back to college. However, that aha moment was, uh, you know, several years ago. So I got, at what point do you want to go back to to begin with? I mean, this is your show, buddy, buddy, buddy. So you, you share. So I, I think what's most important is your lifestyle before is so very important um, in shifting and molding and building up into the person you want to be um, and where you're placing your value. Um, but like where, you know, when did that light bulb go off that boom, change needs to happen or boom. I need to do something different or boom, I am not fulfilling my um, goal of being a child of God. And so therefore I need to make different, you know, adjustments. Like what, where did so, that happen so, or how did you come to that? So, and I guess we'll start with a little bit of background and, and work our way up and I'm trying not to be too long winded. Perfect. Um, but, <laughs> but uh, growing up, I was never a fan of church. Um, I don't get me wrong, I, I believed in God and I prayed and, um, you know, I spoke to God and I always blessed my food and all that, but I wasn't a fan of church. And that was more so um, a result of people um, who I saw that go that went to church. And, um, you know, they say that uh, a food is known by the uh, tree is known by the food that it bears. And so they would go to church and act one way on Sunday. And then every other day, their actions would be contrary to what it seems like was being taught in church mm -hmm. and my biggest pet peeve is hypocrisy I, I don't like hypocrites and so that's something that didn't really sit well with me even at a young age so that kind of turned me off for, for quite a long while now i remember my freshman year in college um there was a graduating senior and he recommended two books for us to read and the first book was how to win friends and influence people and the second was think and grow rich of black choice I read those books over the summer and it made a drastic impact on my life because prior to that, I was like most people who didn't like to read. <laughs> um, let right. How do you go through all those years of school and don't like to read? <laughs> right. You know, they, they, force, they force you to go, you know, you got your summer reading program when school and they make you read certain books in school and do book reports and all this other stuff that you're not really interested in. So it's like it, it became a chore rather than, you know, something that, that you, that you uh, right. thoroughly enjoyed. Yeah. Um, so th that was the first time I bought books that I actually wanted to read for my own sake, not because I was assigned them or not because I was told to. Uh, you know, I had a desire that, okay, let me go out and seek this knowledge. And so I read those books and it made a huge impact on me. Um, I ended up getting into network marketing in college, like I'm sure, you know, quite a few people did at some point in our lives. And, you know, one of the big things from there was personal development, personal development, personal development. So just focusing on growing yourself. Um, and so that was a big part of my life for, you know, the last 10 years or 10 years from that. And I remember I came to a point maybe about three years ago. And it was a sobering moment where I knew life had to be more than just, um, you know, waking up, going to work to make money, to come back, to eat, to pay bills and die. 
it had to be more than that. It, it couldn't be the same thing day after day. There had to be a light at the end of the tunnel. And I remember praying and asking God you know, to show me what my purpose is. What is my assignment here? What is it that he would have me do during my time here? Because it has to be more than just a job. You know, there, there has to be more than that. Like, we weren't created just for that. And um, I kept praying that for, you know, over the course of a month or so. And it started showing me bits and pieces of earlier on in my life about things that I seem to be naturally gifted at and things that I enjoy doing. And, you know, if I was thoroughly exhausted at the end of a long day, if I got a phone call for this one thing, I would get up full of excitement, full of energy, full of enthusiasm, ready to do it. And so that's what kind of led me to what my purpose was. And so he helped guide me to that. Um, and since then, that, that really made all the difference. And when I started reading the Bible for myself and not, um, you know, listening to what a minister or a pastor or a preacher or whomever would say, that I needed to read it for myself. And I saw God's word for myself. I started to realize that a lot of things that um, these people wrote in those personal development books, they came from that source. It came from that foundation. They just may package it a different way or present it a different way that's more palatable for other people. Uh, it all comes from that same biblical source. And so um, that just kind of reinforced my decision. It just made me feel so much better. And so that's what kind of uh, led me on the path that I'm on. You know, it kind of came to that, that moment that there has to be more than just working to pay bills and die. There has to be more than that. And, you know, asking God and praying for that, you know, he, he showed it, he showed it to me. And, you know, after that, you know, I just had to move my feet. So. So that's it. You know, you, 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 you pray for it. Once you get a response or once you get enlightenment, it's like, you can't just package it and put it away like Pandora's box. You can't, <laughs> you can't just run from it. I say that all the time. If you run from it, it will find you and it will find you until you do something with it. Um, <laughs> so it's like, you can't be like, okay, I'm ready. And then be like, wait a minute, I wasn't ready for real. <laughs> because then that would be what we call childish because we see a lot of children ask for things that they're not quite ready for. And it sort of puts us in that this place of this day and age where they're exposed to more than what they're ready for. And I think that's why we see some of the devastation that we see um, out there. But yes, you hit it. Oh my gosh. Like, you know, um, going through this process or this phase of life for me, even I've noticed that there's a lot of, there is a lot of scripture or faith based uh, uh, language or uh, or uh, uh, teachings and a lot of the materials that are out there. And so that definitely helps me to identify. One, if I can identify it and I can identify it that that's rooted in the Bible, it helps me believe what is being said too. <laughs> because, you know, I, I, like I question a lot of things like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I don't know that to be true. Um, so it definitely helps me. Um, okay, so you, you mentioned a couple of things. That's why I'm on the path I'm on. So tell Let's tell everyone, what path are you on? So prior to that revelation, um, I had something in my spirit and I guess my mantra, my personal mission statement, and, and it kind of developed over time, but uh, to help people become a better version of themselves. And that's really it. Um, you know, if I'm able to have, or if I'm able to help somebody a little bit, um, I guess an example there was a person that I came across um, when I was in college. I think I was a, a junior or senior. Well, I met him when I was a sophomore and 
after I graduated. He was a junior at the time. But I remember the first time he got up to, to speak, he was nervous as I don't know what. There was maybe three or four people in the living room at the time, and all he had to do was say, like, two lines and press play on the DVD. Um, <laughs> he ended up taking 10, 15 minutes. You see him sweat drenching down his face, his, his, oh. uh, his, 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 his dress shirt soaking in, in sweat just because of how nervous he was mm-hmm. in front of a couple of people. And so fast forward a couple of years later. So when I was graduating, we eventually moved from my living room to being in the new student activity center where we had 30, 40 people that would come out weekly. And he was there presenting in front of that large group. And it just seemed so cool, calm, and collected. You know, he was uh, making jokes. He had the audience eating out of the palm of his hand. He just looked like he belonged there. He just seemed like a natural love there. So seeing the growth from him, you know, being nervous in front of four people to being able to uh, look so eloquent in front of 40, just seeing that growth, that meant so much to me. You know, mm-hmm. that's something that, you know, they always say one of the biggest fears that people have is public speaking. Mm-hmm. So to see him conquer that, and know I played my small little role in, 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 in his story. And so, say he writes a book, you know, I have my little sentence or whatever it is. Um, but just knowing that I was there to kind of see that development, um, you know, throughout his life is huge. You know, he can do anything that he wants to. And, you know, the skills that he learned, they will serve him well. You know, that so to me, that's the most touching thing. You know, just to be, um, you know, have an opportunity to meet somebody at one stage of their life. And, you know, once that season is finally over and I'm gone or moved or they moved on to other things, to be able to see that transformation from when they started to where they ended and seeing that they're at a better place now. So that's really it. Just help people become a better version of themselves. Awesome. So on this path, like, I'm sure in order for you to follow this purpose of helping people uh, become a better version of themselves. I'm sure you've had to let some things go. Um, and I'm sure you've met some challenges, uh, that have hit you across the line as you were walking in this, in this, and what you asked for essentially. Right. Uh, so what, one, what were those things you had to let go Two, how has it challenged you? Sure. And it's, it's uh, interesting. I was looking at this verse earlier this week, um, but it says, you know, I'm allowed to do anything, but not everything is good for you. Uh, even though I'm allowed to do anything, I must not become a slave to anything. And so, yes, we have the freedom to do pretty much whatever it is that we want to do. We want to go and, um, you know, whatever negative or, or, or or activity that I wanted to say, I want to go watch, um, you know, uh, Ratchet TV, so to speak, uh, 10 hours a day. I can do that. I'm, I'm free to do that. However, that's going to cause me to miss out on opportunities elsewhere. And so that means I'm not investing in myself because I'm not reading the books that I need to read. Or I'm not investing in other people because I'm not spending the time to sit down and, and speak to them about different things. Or I'm not studying the Word of God. So there's so many things that I'm able to, that I'm missing out on because I'm choosing to use my time elsewhere. And so, because you know where it is that you want to go, it's easy to say no to those distractions. It's easier for those quote-unquote distractions not to actually be that because you understand where it is that you're trying to go. So it's easy to say no when you know where it is that you're going. And so um, I think that's one of the bigger things. You know, you don't necessarily have an end destination. We don't necessarily know where it is that we're trying to get to. And kind of like that old saying, if you don't know where you're going, any road will take you there. So um, just having an understanding of where it is that you want to go is, is 
it's easier to say no to those things. And once you're able to say no, you're able to take so much more of your life back. You don't have to have your time wasted by, by different things that are that may be good, but they're not right for you. And there's a big difference between good and right. And so and I thank you for that. I really do appreciate that because I, I do believe in everything that you're saying. But, you know, I think the thing that I want to know most is what have you had to let go? You know, personally, these personal testimonies, like, yeah, it's easier said than done. But how has that, like, impacted you? Like, because a lot of people out here are stepping out on what they presume to be faith and quitting because they didn't understand some of the things that they had to let go. Mm-hmm. Um, so a couple of different things. Um, I know one of the big, uh, I guess, um, points of my life was I wanted to buy a house before I turned 30. Um, so I had a, a decent apartment at the time. Um, me and one of my good friends at the time down here, we said, you know what, let's move in together because, you know, this is the goal that I have, this is the goal that you have. Um, you know, we can kind of come together and, and kind of help with that. So we did. And um, before I did, my mom, and it's, it's, it's funny how wise our, our mothers are. <laughs> um, Amen like, oh, to God, that, I'm even though this. I don't want to admit it, right? Like, oh, God, oh, God. <laughs> Yes, yeah. I might be old enough, but I can still recognize my mama. Yes. Uh. And, and it's one of those things where you don't really realize it until you get later, older in life, where you're like, you know what, my mom was, she was, she was, she was on it. Uh, <laughs> and I still listen to her a little bit more often. But she recommended that, that probably may not be the best thing because typically um, it jeopardizes the friendship when you get into certain environments like that. And it's pretty much like she was speaking truth because that's what happened. Um, so me and him and we was real close friends, but our, our friendship dissolved um, because of misunderstandings, miscommunication, whatever it was, just being in that environment. So um, I ended up moving out and went back living with my mom. And so that was hard for me to do. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was the manager at my corporate job. I was making decent money. I was at one of the largest stores at the time, mm-hmm. but... I'm there living with my mom. Before that, when I was living with my friend, I was pretty much living in the basement of this place in an effort to save money um, to purchase my house. So I went from living in the basement to living with my mom. And, and again, that's just a shot to, I think, any man's pride or ego, mm-hmm. um, even though those aren't really the best things to say. You know, if you have a big ego, then they say, watch, there you go, type of thing. Um, <laughs> but, I <ended> up, <laughs> but I ended up sacrificing, and I did that for essentially a year. I didn't travel. I loved traveling. I didn't uh, go out, didn't go on dates or, or anything like that. And I was focused on getting this milestone, and um, I was able to do it actually before I turned 30, a month before I turned 30. Wow. And I was able to accomplish one of my goals. There um, we go. Right. But there was some, thank you. But there was some sacrifices that were made. Um, you know, it, it jeopardized the friendship that me and him had. Um, fast forward, me and him are cool again. <laughs> um, so it all worked out well. However, um, that was a sacrifice. I sacrificed my lifestyle that I was accustomed to living. Um, you know, I have, a, I have a girlfriend now, and um, she met me during that transition period. And so somewhere along the lines, I decided I'm going to be celibate. Mm-hmm. And so, again, that's a sacrifice. And, and, you know, it's something where the world says, you know, no, you're supposed to do that, and, you know, you should move in before you get married, and then this way, you know, you kind of have an idea of what it's going to be like. However, that's not really the way, or that's not the way that God presents it in the Bible. That's not in his instructions that he gives us. And so 
going or turning your back, so to speak, on what the world thinks is right, sometimes it's difficult or you may get a lot of pressure or weird looks or whatever the case is. And so, you know, even with people who I speak to now and I say that, they're like, wait, what? You've been celibate, what? And how long? So Mm -hmm. um, just those things, it, it kind of throws people off because we're so accustomed to the other way around. And so... I think that's kind of one of those things that that makes it challenging and, and something for somebody to be cognizant of. Me, I was always, um, I guess, the odd man out or, or a little bit different or unique or, or eclectic, whatever it is, whatever adjective you want to give it. So from a young age, I was used to more so being an outsider and not necessarily caring about what other people thought or, or, or what their reaction was to whatever it was. And so I think from a young age, you know, those experiences, even though it may not seem great at that time, because I wasn't the popular creator hanging out with everybody for all the different parties, because I was on the outside in, that served me later on that I don't need to be accepted by everybody. I don't need to be in the in-card. I don't need to do what everybody else is doing. Because again, my destination is different. I don't want the same thing that everybody else has. So if I do the action that everybody else does, then it doesn't take a fortune teller or a psychic or anybody to figure out that I'm going to get what everybody else has. So if I want something different, I need to do something different. They say most marriages end in divorce. Why? Because most people are doing certain things before they get married. I want something different. I need to do something different. Um, so there's a lot that goes into it. And again, it's not going to be the most popular thing, no. But um, you have to figure out what it is that you actually want and what's the bigger picture and what are you willing to give up uh, to go up, so to speak. So, wow, like, I feel like I don't even have questions to ask because you 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 answer them before I get a chance to ask them. Um, <laughs> but I guess, you know, I think it's interesting hearing it from the man side of things, because if a woman dropped that out, like, uh-uh, I'm about to be celibate. Like, nobody is going to question that. Like, they just kind of, like, they get it. Um, but, like, when a man says it, you get the what? As if because you're a man, you're not entitled to... Um, you know, preserve your right, your you know, your sexual identity too, for whom you feel is deserving for, um, and and so with that, it makes it very um, interesting to hear your take on how that's been perceived. Now, it 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 almost says that you know you've almost said it that you're motivated by accomplishing the things that you set out to do by not being involved with what everyone else wants to do right mm-hmm. um so i've been listening i'm, I'm taking notes <laughs> so i i guess here's here's the thing that you know and thank you for sharing your vulnerabilities because i think it's really in those moments uh, and don't get me wrong because i think you're so full of good information because you do read because you are disciplined because you do follow faith and you enact uh, all facets of faith i think you're a wonderful person um but it's important for people to know exactly what you've come from uh, emotionally spiritually uh physically uh to be able to say like i i I went through some tough stuff and here it is and here I am uh, because I managed to uh, align my head and my heart to get through some of the toughest things. Um, and, and part of that is for you. It sounds like most of that is rooted through faith um, and, and answering God's call for what you asked for. Like, God, give me, show me my purpose 
And then once it was revealed, you're like, okay, I need to walk in it. Um, so if, if there's, if there's one piece of advice that maybe even one listener can take away, there will be more than one listener taking away your advice, but if there was one piece of advice that even just one listener could take away, uh, or maybe it were advice to your younger self, what would that piece of advice be? Mm. That's a good one. It better be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if my answer is going to live up to that, 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 that question. That's, that's, um, Yo, we work hard I over here. I, I see. I see. You don't <laughs> think it is. <laughs> um, I, I know with me, um, one of those moments for me early on during my college years was that senior recommending two books to read. Because again, I, I was like, in my mind, most kids um, or most young adults. And there was a statistic that after high school, um, at the time, you were only going to read one more book again in your lifetime. Now, after college, maybe it may be one or two books now at this point. However, the, the thing is that you're not really reading a lot of books. Um, and so there was a principle called the slide edge that I came across again during my um, personal development um, where it says, you know, just focus on reading 10 pages a day. And it's just so some, something just so simple. Um, you know, it's easy to do and it's easy not to do. So it doesn't take an hour or two hours or you have, you have to block out this whole um, chunk of time just to read 10 pages. However, if you do that consistently over time, it makes a huge difference in your life. So 10 pages a day over one month, that's 300 pages. If you do that over a year, that's 12 books in one year. And they say the average person just reads one more book after they graduate. You've read 12 times more books. You've got 12 times as much more information. You've done uh, 12 times as much personal development or working on yourself than the other person. Now, if you take it and move from just one year to five years, that's 60, 60 books at that point. And so if you keep moving that and you keep growing that 10 years, that's 120. So where would you be if you read 120 books on leadership? or 120 books on speaking or 120 books on, on coaching or, or basketball or chess or, or whatever it is that you desire is where would you be if you read 120 books based on that? You know, sky is really the limit. And so with me, I, I think it will be continue to read. However, don't just read those books. However, just go to the source as well. Um, because I really didn't start reading the Bible till I was, 28 maybe 29 and when i read it i read it the whole way through because i used that same principle that slight edge principle i didn't try and read the whole thing in one day i just focused on reading a chapter and just read a little bit each morning and in time i'll be able to get through the whole book and so i think that's that's really the biggest thing you know a lot of times we try and bite off more than we can chew we, we see this huge goal and um we don't even want to get started because it just looks so big or intimidating. We just break it down piece by piece, bite by bite, step by step. Um, so I, I would think that would be the biggest thing. Um, you know, just it's that slight edge principle. Just do a little bit each day. You know, it's just your goal to get closer to, to, to whatever destination than you were yesterday. Um, you know, and, and every step that you get closer to God, God gets closer to you. And, you know, once you really start asking for him to... Um, you know, give you revelation knowledge and understand his word and not just um, the words on the paper, but the, the spirit behind it and how deep it is. Um, it, it, it's beautiful. 
you know, the, the one of the best analogies that I heard about it when it comes to the Bible is that if we think of it like um, an instruction manual, so to speak, for us. And Basic so, instructions before leaving Earth. Look at you. Pow. Pow. So if we just look at it and, and not saying that, you know, it's giving you these certain parameters. So again, you can do anything it is that you want to do. That's what it says. However, not everything is good for you. So hey, you know, you shouldn't fornicate. Now, it doesn't necessarily say why you shouldn't fornicate, but you shouldn't fornicate, sexual immorality is bad, et cetera, et cetera. Now, those are the parameters. Now, you can either choose to do it or not do it. The choice is yours. Now, there's certain things that happen when you step outside that. So, for instance, if you have um, your, your cell phone, for example, a lot of times they say your cell phone, you shouldn't plug it up overnight. You shouldn't continue to charge it once it's on 100%. Now, you can do that if you want, and that's what most people do. However, there's a consequence that goes with that. It starts to shorten up your battery life and weakens your battery over time. Now, again, you can choose to do it or not do it. There's just certain consequences that come with that that you have to accept. And that's the same with everything. So you can choose to fornicate or not fornicate. You can choose to steal or not steal. You can choose to, to rob, murder, you know, uh, think impure thoughts or, or, or try and swindle. You can do whatever it is that you want to do. However, there's certain consequences that go along with that. So just understanding the parameters that God gives us to, to live a, a productive, fruitful, and, and wonderful life. Um, you know, a lot of times we make life a lot more difficult than it needs to be. Now, just because you follow all those parameters doesn't mean there's not going to be storms that come along with it. But those storms, they may not be for you. You know, a lot of times the things that we go through are not really about us, but they're about somebody that we may not even know at this point. It could be for somebody that we may, may, may meet a year from now, five years, ten years, whatever it is from now. And they could be going through the same situation that we went through. However, they're not strong enough to get through it. They need your testimony. They need to hear that it's going to be okay. They need to hear of how somebody else came through those storms and came through the other side. They need to see your example to know that they can do it as well. And so we get so focused on ourselves and just be selfish and just focus on why we're in the storm. But it's not about us about how we can be of service to somebody else. So, Hence why the Midweek Muscle was created. Like, do you just want to make sure you come on every single week and just give that blow? <laughs> because that was excellent. You know, I think it, it's just amazing. Like, I just, I'm like, just come on every single week and just give that and we're good. <laughs> You're too kind. I, I just try to do what I see my father do. I just try to say what I see my father say. Um, and those, well, I'm on the radio, so you can't see me, but I'm, I'm pointing up to my Heavenly Father. So he, you know, he's that example that we need to follow. We need to follow um, in that example and just try and be that example for everybody. Um, you know, again, all things happen uh, for the good of those who love him and according, according to his purpose. So I came across those people who might have been hypocritical, um, you know, for a reason. Yes, it put me off, you know, two decades <laughs> um, <laughs> from getting closer to God. Hey, um, but that's real. Yeah, like, but... I think sometimes we underestimate the true power that we have. We really do. Um, and, and, and in an instant, my words can slash someone's hopes or dreams. But also in that same instance, it can lift someone up beyond measure. And it's like, you know, sometimes in the moment we don't think of how powerful we are as people, how powerful our actions are, or how powerful our words are. 
Um, and, uh, you know, some that little boo-boo saying, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. It's like bump that because mm-hmm. words will stop someone from doing something great. And uh, it's, it's just unfortunate. I, I, I don't really think we understand the power that we possess, which is why I felt so compelled to do the show and say, like, listen, I don't know how many words my words will carry to, um, but I know that my words are meant to uplift and motivate and impact for peaceful and productive change. Um, and it doesn't make me an expert by any means, but it certainly means that you're going to see me working through it. And so for me to be able to bring people on the show that are working through it and doing it in real time, like it's phenomenal. So I just, it's just, I don't know, I get goosebumps when this happens. So it's it's great. This is great. And the thing that I, I would like to add, too, is that, you know, it's more than just your words, too. But oh, people see absolutely. Your actions. Well, I'm talking about you in particular. People see your actions. They see how consistent you are, how determined you are. Um, you know, because, again, we all have lives. We all have different things that come up. However, you're consistent. You make it a priority to make sure that you put this in week in, week out. And you may not necessarily see the benefit for yourself right then in that moment. However, you know, deep down in your spirit that it could be somebody else. If I don't put this out this week, somebody else may miss out. There could be a message that this person doesn't get this week because I decided to do X, Y, and Z, or I decided to say I was too tired, or I said, you know what, I want to go watch um, some magic TV, and so I, I didn't put in the time that I needed to to put out this this production this week. Why are you so trying you to call my life? <laughs> <laughs> but it's a testimony how you're able to overcome that week in, week, week out, and be consistent. Like, there's a, a certain power that comes from just being consistent, and people are able to see it. Again, kind of going back to what we talked about earlier, people learn by SOS shows that shape that's the most natural way for us to learn and so people are seeing what it is that you're doing and so if there's anybody who aspires to have a podcast or do anything um you know in the entertainment field or entrepreneurial field or motivating field they see what it is that you do week in week week out and it's like you know what i need to be like her i need to get on my grind i need to make sure i do this um on this time i got to do this on this time i got to do this on this time because i need to make sure i'm consistent as she is i can't just slack around or take it for granted because she's not and if she's not doing it, then I, I can't do that either. So I need to be on my grind just like she is. And so, um, you know, there, there's a certain power that comes from just being consistent. You know, people know where it is to find you. And so uh, each Wednesday they know, boom, I'm going to get this. If I don't get it, something must be wrong. But each week they know where they're going to get that midweek motivation from you and you know there's something powerful that happens with just being consistent there's something powerful that happens when people just know where it is to find you there's something powerful that happens when you're a rock and you're steadfast and so um you know it's a beautiful thing as far as the the testament that that you're doing it not just saying with your words but your actions are backing it up as well hey I, i can only give credit to one person for that or one being or one entity for that and and so i thank god thank you thank you thank you so before we wrap this up, I, I've been itching to get to it, um, but your words okay. have just been so, just, just, just so captivating. Um, so tell us about Jay the Motivator. Like truly tell us, like what are you aiming to do with Jay the Motivator? Tell people about you. Tell people like, wh- wh- like wh- we understand your purpose. You talk to us about that, but Jay the Motivator is about boom and what are you building with jay the motivator and what is your goal for jay the motivator and ultimately how can people connect to jay the motivator 
Sure. Um, well, first and foremost, um, I remember one scripture in particular says, acknowledge him in all, in all our ways and he will direct our path. So I just want his will to be done. So, you know, I, I put out videos um, pretty frequently. and um, I love them, by the way. Saying. Love them, by the way. I'm like, get <laughs> it. <laughs> well, thank you. Um, but I always say to God be the glory. Um, everything is for his glory. Everything is for him. Um, so whatever his will is, I want that to be done. Um, in my mind, it, it aligns with what my my vision statement is for my life, where just helping people to become a better version of themselves. Um, and I do it based on teaching biblical principles. Um, because, again, that's the foundation. That That's where it is. And it's important that we get information from the source. Um, and in my mind, that's what you call truth. You know, if I go to the store and I went to go buy um, whatever device, we could talk about a cell phone. So I go to uh, some store, I go to Walmart to go buy a cell phone. You know, I ask them all these questions about the cell phone. They may know a little bit because they have it or they sold enough, so they may know a little bit of the ins and outs. But they're not going to know as much as Apple does from buying an iPhone. And so I really need to go to the manufacturer, not the distributor, to get the source of the information so I can know the best practices um, for that product that I'm buying. And so the same thing with us as well as people. We need to go to the manufacturer. We need to go to the one who created us. He set all this up so he knows the proper things for us and not for us. He knows the things that's going to help us and all the things that's going to hurt us. And he guides us and directs us, and he tries to do the best that he can. But, you know, we're, we're stubborn people. Um, you know, we have a mind of our own sometimes, and he created us in his image. So we're not just, um, you know, just, just followers of lemmings, but he, he wanted us to be to have dominion um, over the earth. You know, he, he wanted to rule um, earth from his heavenly kingdom. He wants us to be in the kingdom of God. And so um, listening to his decrees, listening to his rules, listening to his protocols, the thing that the parameters that he sets for us as far as um, things that we need to do to be successful and have a, a, a beautiful life. Um, you know, I just want to help others understand that and learn that uh, and just play my part in that. And again, um, like those personal development books, they present it in a different way. And at that point, it may be um, in a format that's palatable for somebody else to, to ingest and to eat, and they can kind of take it in. And so I just want to take um, God's word and, and present it how he would have me present it in a way for somebody who maybe didn't um, grow up in a church or went to church every Sunday or Bible school every Sunday, but, you know, the, the formative years or the beginning of his life grew up more so in the world and, and did as the world did. Um, understand his word and come to him later on in life. And so have an understanding of both um, God's word and understanding of how the world acts and interacts and, uh, you know, hopefully uh, present it in a way where it's palatable for them so they can take it and they can receive it. And, and um, you know, just, just give them God's word and let the Holy Spirit do the rest. You know, I just want to do his will and, and, and whatever it is that I do. So um, weekly, I, I pretty much put out a, a video kind of like how you alluded to, um, you know, I'm, I'm coaching as well, doing life coaching as well, speaking. Um, but at the end of the day, just whatever God will call me to do, I just want to make sure that um, I make him proud. So, you know, on that last day, you can say, well done, my good and faithful servant. Well, shoot, like I said before, you life coach me up over here. I'm kind of crazy, so whatever. <laughs> I'm signing me up. Um, and, and, and very true, and, and thank you for sharing that. I think... Uh, you know, it's 
the promotion is not necessarily the self-promotion. The promotion is of the actions or what we, the product that we are putting out or producing. So I love, like, I absolutely, the one thing about Instagram, all right, I'm going to get on my rant real quick. The one thing about Instagram is that they only give you the minute to do it. Like, if I want to do a little two-minute video, let me do a two-minute video. I don't want to <laughs> swipe right to continue because it kind of breaks your stride. That's the only thing that gets me. But I love when you produce and put out content. Um, so I, I absolutely would love to have you on the show again. Um, and I, and I, you know, I don't know what this looks like or down the line or down the road. I, you know, my goal is to make this a continual process. Um, but for everyone that's looking to get to you until you can make it back onto the midweek muscle, tell them how they can find you, um, your handles, sure. your, your information, your email, da, da. Sure. As you alluded to, um, I am on Instagram at uh, Jada Motivator. I do have my own website, jadamotivator.com, and I have a YouTube channel as well. Um, you can search Jada Motivator, so this way you don't have to worry about swiping right uh, <laughs> to get the whole video. So uh, you can find me on any, any of those three things. Uh, my email is j at jadamotivator.com, so uh, feel free to reach out to me. Um, you know, hopefully, um, you know, you're inspired and, and you're led a certain way. So you can, uh, you know, find out more of God's word. And, you know, if our paths come across and we're able to connect, then that'll be a beautiful thing. But, you know, at the end of the day, I just want God's word to be done. Well, and as you said, you know, even you don't want to be the person to turn away someone that has been turned off by things that they've said, seen or heard in the past or witnessed in the past. So, if nothing else, even if it's not to receive what they think will be a word of God, at minimum, you are a prime person to go to for acts of wisdom, encouragement, and leadership. So I do not want to discount that out for you uh, because while you're only doing God's will, God's will is also to uh, be able to be advocates of peace and be advocates of of. of, of, of of the word and that's in good stewardship and sometimes your good stewardship is just taking someone through the process of how do i be get to the place of reading 10 pages a day you know and walking them through that step so now they understand that the stuff that they're reading is also rooted in faith as well you're encouraging that process and that is walking people that's kingdomship so again um i i just I encourage you that even if it's not for a, a a a word or a biblical scripture, Jay is undercutting himself. He is he is more. <laughs> he is so much more. Um, and 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 yes, uh, I I I agree with much of what he has said. Um, all of what he has said. Let me clarify that. And and to say that if you have time to look him up on Instagram, uh, his website, or on YouTube, please check him out share, subscribe, hit the link, tell them I sent you. Um, that would be fantastic. Otherwise, um, Jay, any lasting words before we head on out? Um, you know, I thank you for the opportunity and uh, I'm, I'm glad, you know, we was able to speak before and, and, um, you know, make it, uh, you know, make it happen, so to speak. And, and everything's done in God's time. It might not have been done kind of like what you was alluding to before that, you know, you wanted to get X amount of interviews done, uh, last year, but you know, things, they may not work in our time, but they work in God's time. So in the fullness of, of, of his time, uh, we was able to connect and and, um, and make this happen. And, you know, I, I appreciate the opportunity of being here. I appreciate the opportunity of uh, speaking with you. You know, I always enjoy our conversations. So, um, you know, I'm just thankful. 
Hey, to God be the glory. Everybody give it up for my man, Jason Sanders. Um, I, I, I just, I thank you. And, uh, listen, if you, if you didn't catch any, anything more than, that anything else that Jay has mentioned on this cast is just simply the ideas of show, observe, and shape, SOS. So how are you showing up every day? What are you observing every day? And how is that shaping your life every day? Good people, there is more to your life and there is more growth that you can achieve every single day. But it is all rooted in how you show up, what you observe, and how it's shaping your life. Listen, I am such a fan of Jason Sanders. And like I've mentioned before, he is a near and dear friend. And so for that, I am forever grateful that he has graced us on the presence of the show. I want us to take his words and use that for an impactful and empowerment week. And as always, we always should do our jobs to align our heads and our hearts so we can get over the obstacles that are right in front of us. And every single day, if you don't know that you have anyone else, you always have the midweek muscle. As a matter of fact, if this cast wasn't for you, if this message today wasn't for you, we all know someone who could use a good word. Don't be hoarders of a good message, good people. Share, send it, copy the link, uh, rate the show, uh, and uh, you know, more importantly, send us feedback. I love to hear what you thought about this week's cast. Um, and until then, let's go out there. Let's make it a great week. And as always, Jay, you want to take this one away? Let's go. Let's go. <laughs>